it. <laughs> All right, Dad. Hi. Hey. Uh, Frank hey. reviews father hey, hey, daughter hey. podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Um, this episode, if I'm uh, if I edit it in time, should drop tomorrow, uh, the thirty first, which is typically trans. Uh, Pride Day, Trans Visibility Day, Trans Day of Remember, I forget which one's which, I should probably mark these down in my calendar, as a trans person, but... Is it? Really? I can't keep track of these holidays. People get special days? Yeah, we should have a white Pride Month. Yeah, where's where's my white heterosexual old white dude day? Yeah, have you checked every day of the goddamn calendar? Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, this week... But then it's not special. (laughs) We'll get to your birthday, I promise. You. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's only in a few days, so we'll, we'll get to that, I promise. I've got a plan. We'll get there, I, I, I promise. Okay. Uh, so this week, we watched uh, The Matrix Resurrections, which came out just in December of 2021 after uh, some delays filming, thanks to COVID. Uh, Dad, what did you think of The Matrix? You're just shaking your head. Well, it... Oh, I should say, if you've not seen it yet, we're going to talk some spoilers for The Matrix Resurrections, so you might want to skip the rest of this episode if that's going to be an issue, but... Yeah, yeah you couple of people stopped listening. Yeah. Um, well, I, just like with series series of movies, they do seem to blend together, and The Matrix is not like a straightforward mom-and-pop story. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> to say the least, I'd say. Um, but it was interesting to see... Keanu Reeves, um, he, I mean, he was so mopey and dopey through most of this thing. Uh, he was, he acted like so pathetic and so, so, and, and there, there was so much talk about, oh, well, it was take this pill, take that pill, take this pill, take that pill. And I think I finally figured out the blue one does one thing and the red one does something else, right? Oh, yeah. uh, Okay. Now I want you to explain how you understand the red pill and the blue pill work. Please, I want to hear this. All right, the blue pill. The blue means pill. You stay in the the computers. Give you a false sense of life, but it's safe and predictable. And the red pill. I'm getting this right. Okay. Gives you <clears throat> reality, real. Correct. Life. That that's 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 a, a a very basic version of it. But yes, that is actually correct. That's as far as I'm going. That's okay. <laughs> Would you like me to explain? So tune it? in next time. Yeah. Please. Okay. Would you like me to explain that concept any further? Oh hell I, yes. I can go. Well, All right. So here's here's give my me the um... my my plan for this movie is we're going to do this episode because you know this show is ostensibly. You know, me and you talking about movies, and me trying very hard not to get too deep into this stuff. I like it to just be like a loose conversation sort of thing. And later, when we can actually schedule it, uh, I've already planned out a uh, big giant, uh, uh, oh my god, blowout episode uh, uh, covering this movie between me, Bex, and uh, uh, Steven and Brett from the disenfranchised podcast that okay. I've guessed on, uh, guessed it on a few times. You mean people that care? People that care, exactly. Okay. Uh, for reference, I uh, uh, last year I was on their main feed uh, covering Dune, which we did for three hours. Dad, I yes. explained Dune for over three hours. Be proud of me. Um, and then well, back I am, in, but not for that. Before <laughs> this movie came out, I went on their Patreon feed and did three and a half hours on just the Matrix 
uh, Revolutions, the third movie. Okay. Uh, the one leading ostensibly directly into this one. The movie's not um, even that long. No, I know. Okay, there's a dog. There's a dog and the microphone is bumping. The oh, there's a dog in the dog kennel studio. There's a do- Yeah, I mean, it's great audio quality here. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, yeah, I can get into these movies um, at a stupidly deep level, okay. uh, which I'm going to try and keep a tamp on for. Thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, tamp that down for right now. So, what... So. What questions did you have about... Would you like me to just walk you through the plot and you, like, yeah. question... Yeah, 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 do that okay. because... Yeah, because, uh, uh, yeah. Okay, that was so fun. there's... I'll forget for it. There's, there's the big opening action sequence uh, uh, that kind of mimics the opening of the original... Really, the ice machine. All right. Uh, that kind of mimics the um, opening of the original Matrix where a new character, Bugs, the, the girl with the blue hair... Yeah, she yeah. was cool. She was really cool. I need her carrot shirt. Uh, there's a dog sniffing the microphone. Excellent. Um, where she rescues, um, well, she makes it into a program, uh, created by Thomas Anderson, who we'll get to in a minute or two. Yes. Um, she finds a program that is being used to train this AI, uh, program, uh, that was programmed to bounce between either Morpheus or Agent Smith. Okay, Morpheus. Morpheus was the crazy cool uh, 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 Lawrence Fishburne leather yes. jacket trench coat dude yes. from the first three movies. Yes. We know and remember him well. And Agent Smith was the evil suit wearing guy that yeah. Neo fought a thousand of yeah. uh, in the last few movies. Yes. Um, so the idea is Thomas Anderson, Keanu Reeves, is stuck in this reality that he doesn't know is fake. Okay. And he has created, essentially, a program within a program to try and, like, start the ball rolling on getting him out. He's done it very subconsciously, but he knows somewhere deep in the back of his brain that the two forces that influenced his life most directly are Morpheus and Agent Smith. Okay. And continuing on the theme of choice from the first three movies, he creates them both in one person. The the, okay. the guy starts off as an agent. No, you, officer, your men are already dead. And, uh, yes. But he chooses to be Morpheus uh, when Bugs presents him with the red and the blue pills. Okay. Which uh, I think is wonderful. So then we cut to uh, uh, Thomas Anderson in his day-to-day life as a video game designer who about 20 years ago made a game called the matrix yes that was a huge mega colossal hit and he feels as if his reality is boring and repetitive and you know same shit different day sort of thing yes and he is being told that what he feels are memories are actually just pretend that he created for his video game Game. his his analyst played by uh, neil patrick harris um, his therapist uh, is literally gaslighting him into thinking that his yes. reality was fake. Yes, he was a dick. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. So, this movie is fascinating to me on many levels, not just because Lana Wachowski, one of the original two directors, it was her and her sister Lily that made the original Matrix trilogy. Okay. Um, 
And uh, now, 18 years after the trilogy ended, uh, Lana at least has returned to the Matrix. And in the intervening 18 years, so many people have taken, like, the wrong message from the Matrix. Like, the red pill, uh... men's rights activists. Like, yeah, this is a metaphor for how the white straight male is being erased from society. You know, uh... idiots. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't know that. There's this... Uh, uh, Horrible, but cool. wonder no, not cool at all. Um, there's this wonderful but horrible uh, exchange between, I call them uh, Nazis du jour. It's this was like a couple of years back, but on Twitter, the one idiot um, uh, homophobe was homophobe, homophobe. There it Homo. is. What? Homo, homo. They hate uh, homo, homophones homo. apparently. Homo homo. <laughs> Um, the one said, "Take the white pill, brother," and then the other idiot said, "Already taken," and then. Lily Wachowski tweets at both of them saying, fuck you both so much. So the creators of this world that has been intentionally bastardized have essentially returned to the franchise, and they have decided to make the least subtle movie of all time. Okay. Unsurprisingly, all of the, quote, red pill bros hate this movie because it's too gay it's too queer it's too obviously an allegory for trans coming out etc 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 okay it's too pc there's not enough action why are all the villains you know white men and you know there's a reason for that okay um etc 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 that's what they are in exactly yeah exactly exactly so um uh uh thomas anderson uh ha continues to have a series of what seem to be psychotic breaks where he sees like errors in the programming right. and repeats and repetitions the whole white rabbit sequence yes where where they play uh uh the white rabbit by um is jefferson airplane i want to say yeah. yeah yeah so that entire sequence is about just the samey repetitiveness of these events um and then he Starts to wake up and realize the truth. Bugs takes him. He takes the, uh, uh, he gets offered the red and blue pill for a third time. He takes the red pill. He escapes from the Matrix into the real world. Uh, turns out he's been being kept in a place called the Anomalium, which I think is my favorite made up science fiction word of all cool. time now. The and the Anomalium is literally just this great big, like, skyscraper type structure that houses. Him and Trinity, who apparently, because of Neo's power as the one in the previous Matrix, the analyst, Neil Patrick Harris, has figured out a way to power the entire Matrix off of basically just their longing for one another. Um, Weird. You find oh, out because, as... Yeah, they, because they needed energy. Yeah, right, exactly. Energy. So you find out as the plot wears on that after the events of the last movie where the machines and the hum and humans uh, uh, made peace with one another, there was a machine civil war and some of the machines split off to uh, uh, form up with humanity, um, which I think is just beautiful. That was one of my favorite moments of the film when okay. you realize they're all working together. I love... Mm -hmm. I love stuff like that. It's okay. not... I love it when, you know, it it doesn't necessarily become the Terminator or the first three Matrixes where the machines are trying to kill us. Yes. But, like, the idea that humanity created this AI, they choose to be called synthians in this movie, which I think is really yes. interesting. Interesting. Word, so yeah. it's like the way uh, uh, the phrase the machines has become almost like a slur in, in this world, which I really like. It's a solid metaphor. 
But the Synthians have teamed up with the remaining humans, and they've made this big, beautiful underground city called Io, uh, named after the goddess of inspiration, which I love. Um, it, it, yeah, and then the rest of the movie essentially turns into a big old heist movie to rescue Trinity from the Matrix, who is still stuck in the programming, thanks to being constantly hounded by these computer programs uh, that pretend to be her husband and children. Yes. Um, which they even say in the movie how women are, like, programmed in society to want a husband and children and this and that and the other thing, and yes. how not everybody wants that. Right. Um, I mean, at the end of the movie, she basically slaps off the analyst's head and says, that's for using children. <laughs> Which is terrific, because the current modern-day argument, I mean, the entire thing behind the don't-say-gay bill in Florida, which just passed into law, which is infuriating, is, you know, think of the children. What are we exposing our children to? It's all yeah. this dumb fear-mongering. <clears throat> yeah, it's all... It's all... It's, it doesn't have to be. It's, yeah, exactly. It's not real. It's yeah, like, exactly. It's like a problem and then and then solve it. I mean, the whole... It, it's all just nonsensical fear-mongering. Yes. Um, I mean, you say to people, yeah, they've got a mommy and daddy. You're not explaining, you know, what sex is to the small children. You just say, oh, yeah, these people have a mommy and daddy. These people have two daddies. Right. These people have two mommies. These people have one mommy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. It, like, it's, it's purely just a tactic to drive people to the polls to keep these people in power, which is... And, and rob us, Good point. you know, the serfs of our agency to do... And be whoever we want to be. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's all just nonsense. So the rest of the movie turns into this wonderful heist uh, to rescue Trinity. And, you know, and obviously Trinity does get rescued. She makes the choice that she isn't Tiffany. She's Trinity. And uh, uh, she, oh, God, the moment when he, her and Neo hold hands reaching out for one another in the coffee shop yes. fight sequence and everything just explodes yes. from their 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 hands graphic oh that ruins me every single time i see this movie yeah. it's just beautiful so essentially the movie is one great big giant allegory for coming out as queer trans with uh, whatever essentially and Trinity is in, she's, you know, kind of sidelined through most of the movie, but she is the focal point. She is the person that has to make the choice at the climax of the movie. How about if, how about if you're not queer or trans or, or, or any of that, and you just want to be happy? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what I, that's what, I mean, I see you're coming at, Say, coming at it from, say, a trans position. Well, because the director is, uh, the director is right, trans. Right. And it's, you know, it's her but story. But I'm yeah. coming at it like from, okay, I'm just a, a, an old hetero white guy, and I just want people to be happy. Yeah, you're literally wearing what I'd describe as a dad uniform right now. It's a, pl uh, it's a red plaid flannel shirt, jeans, what look to be, what's that, L a sensible L.L. Bean sneakers? But then you've got these... Uh, tie-dyed pink and yellow socks on. Yeah, it's a cool so yeah, outfit. let your freak flag fly. Do it's it, a you cool know, outfit, yeah. to whatever whatever degree you want. Yeah, and I'm naked underneath it. Too. Oh, good, good. Yeah. I needed to know that about my dad. Thanks. <clears throat> yeah. Great. Oh, you thought I wasn't naked underneath oh, my clothes? God. You you try to block that out when you interact <laughs> with most people. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, you just well, not everybody. Not sometimes, sometimes you go, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 They're naked. Yeah. yeah. Oh my but, god. But um, so it's not it's not a movie just for you. I mean, for no, me, exa- it's it's um, I just want people to be comfortable and leave people alone. Let them do yeah what they what they want to do as long it, as they're it, not hurting anybody. Exactly. They're not hurting anybody. So what's what's the fight? Yes. Here? Yes, why? You're, why you're, do you have to be in control of stuff? Just because they you've you've hit upon it. They want control. They yes. want power. Yes. Okay. They literally want power. Yes. The 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 synthians, the machines in this movie want literal power and, you know, the republicans want political power and more money essentially. Right. I don't think the machines particularly care about money, but there you go. Um yeah, it's well, they, all... don't, they, they can't use money unless money gets some power. You know, so I, I don't think, I don't yeah, but, I think they're mostly just after literal Yeah, why, why do people energy have to power. control other people? You know, leave, leave me alone. Yeah. Um, it, it does, in a lot of ways, feel like this movie was made just for me. Because, as you know, I've spent the past 18 years obsessing over the Matrix movies. Yes. When nobody else that I've known has really liked the sequels. Yes. Everybody seems to universally agree that the first movie is a undeniable masterwork. And then nobody can agree on the sequels. Okay. Um, I personally love the sequels. That's what really drove me into my deep love of the Matrix. Just how bug nuts those movies are. And how they break down the entire arc of like the hero's journey and the... The, the the queer allegory came later for me, but I was mostly taken in by all the religious and mythological references. Like yes. I said, like the sequels got into like Norse <clears throat> mythology. So if, if so, anybody could find something in this movie. Like I said, if if you are straight or gay or or black or white or whatever, I mean, could you could you do could you oh, do yeah. a black black white thing on this? Uh Speaking as two white people from suburban uh, 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 Philadelphia, you probably could. I You could stretch it so I could be, like, really any people that have been disenfranchised or um, subjugated. Go. How about male-female? Oh, yeah. Male, no, female. oh, no. The binary <laughs> thing is a huge issue with this. <coughs> right. Uh, like, even the analyst gets in, like, for, like, a computer program, he is, like, weirdly misogynistic yes. like women used to be so much easier to control yes. and, uh and he, like you know like i said he literally uses children to control tiffany slash trinity yes. well yeah that's that's a a, a um a flashpoint for yeah for i women mean is the children yeah, yeah. they have or for men, you know men too but the, particularly for i would say for women yeah they they also lean into the rule of threes quite a lot in this movie like neo is offered the pills three times yes. before he accepts it trinity and neo have or rather thomas anderson and tiffany i thought it was funny the subtitles actually differentiate between the two different identities okay, yeah. which is kind of amusing um but uh they have three different meetings all at the coffee house, which I thought is funny because, like, so many modern dates, thanks to, like, online dating and whatnot, especially queer dates, you want to meet in a public safe yeah, place yeah. where there's going to be witnesses if they turn yes. out to be a murderer. So yes. a coffee house has become, like, the default. I can't tell you how many dates I've had at a coffee house. A first date, specifically. I've had so many of those at a coffee shop. Right. So uh, they I meet was, up three times. The first time... I always had dates in a bar. Times change, man. Our, I don't know what room. to tell you. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. uh, 
And you drink enough and like, then the date works out. <laughs> well, I mean, there you go. Um, but like the first time that they have an interaction, it's very awkward in the line at, uh, at Simulate, which is a hilarious part. <laughs> I know, right? Simulate. Simulate. Um, but they're interrupted by Tiffany's kids and the husband of, quote, Tiffany, who is named Chad, which is a great internet joke about, you know, the virgin X versus the handsome Chad. Yes. The guy that plays Chad is literally, I believe he's the director of the John Wick movies, and also he's Keanu Reeves' stunt double. Cool. So he is literally a imitation yes. Keanu Reeves. Imitation, yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Perfect. The second time, they actually sit down and they have coffee together, and they have this wonderful dialogue about how Trinity feels like there's more to life. She never really thought too hard about wanting kids, but here she is, and... And then, of course, she's interrupted by a cell phone call because her kids got, like, something stuck up their nose or some nonsense. Yeah, gotta go. And, yeah. And then the third and final time, when they're in the coffee house, surrounded by police and riot police and army and all sorts of, like, and FBI and, oh, God, um, uh, they, you know, the kids and the husband literally burst in through the door and try to drag her away. Uh, so, yeah, huge rule of threes there. Um I should probably watch it again. I, I would be very down, honestly. I mean, if you want to borrow my Blu-ray, mm -hmm. I bought the big Steelbook 4K Blu-ray edition, so... Not today. But Not today. Sometime, yeah. yeah. But I should probably... Now that we're talking about it, because, yeah, it does It, it does all come together. Yeah. <clears throat> if it helps, I can lend you just the full stack of movies so you can, like, watch them all in one... No, I know you're not going to do that. That's fair. No, but the, um, but the last one, yeah, because I, 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 that was... Of all of them, that I think that was the one the most meaningful to me, only because it did simplify stuff. It for is me. Um, because the, I, you know, I'm I'm not artistically in depth like let's say like you are. I I, I mean, watch the, stuff just for entertainment. The running value. joke is how much you hated Citizen Kane, which I can't oh honestly. Uh, I mean, yeah, I have no idea why. Why that <laughs> shape? Uh, anyway. Speaking of, vote for Orson Welles in March Madness for Blank Check Podcast this year, but that's unrelated. What can um, they vote for? Um... Uh, it's going to come down to, I want to say, right now, today's matchup is Spielberg versus Orson Welles. I think Welles is going to pull out of that one. So it's going to come down to, I want to say, Orson Welles versus Stanley Kubrick. Uh, which either of those would be fascinating. Mel honestly. Brooks, Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks. He lost to Spielberg. I don't know well, what to I tell you. I got. I was honestly disappointed when I Mel Brooks lost. I thought he would. Okay. We'll get to Mel Brooks, I promise. Okay. But, um, so the big advantage that this movie and the first movie in 1999 had was that they were made as single movies. Yeah, okay. My main reason I think that people didn't like the sequels is, uh, the dog is pushing the thing that the <laughs> microphone is mounted on. Oh, God. The main reason I think people didn't really like the sequels is because they were essentially shot as one continuous movie split okay. into two parts. Okay. And like you remember The Lord of the Rings, those were three separate movies telling yeah. the whole story, yeah. but each of those individual films had a satisfying narrative arc. Right. So people were fine with the year-long wait between each film. The Matrix only had six months between Reloaded and Revolution, so oh, okay. people 
did not like that. Okay. So it all it ended on an awkward cliffhanger. This movie was made as one single cohesive story that definitely builds off of the first three movies, but can be viewed just by itself. Yes, that's uh, okay. which is important. I, I see. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So well, um, honestly, like... it took over my brain as soon as I saw it. I think it might be my favorite movie of all time. Better than Caddyshack. <laughs> I mean, it's all subjective, isn't it? Like, I, I'm not gonna lie. If you look at like my top five list of movies, it doesn't. It it only makes sense if you know me personally. Yeah. In no particular order, it's Casablanca, nice. Star Wars: The Last Jedi, The Matrix Resurrections, Big Trouble in Little China, and Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> None of those movies share anything in common, but there it is. Um, I mean, there is a common thread between Last Jedi and resurrections this movie um because it's essentially luke skywalker the hero of my childhood and neo the hero of my adolescence returning some decades later and reckoning with their own failure or perceived failures i guess um which i really love not to mention at the end of this movie trinity you realize is super powered and it's it was never just about the one it's about the two which, if nice. you know anything about computer programming, and you read Neo as the one, Agent Smith is the zero. So okay. there's your binary right there. Got it. And then you've got Trinity as the two, which is a, fo a concept completely foreign to computer programming. Yes. There's a joke in Futurama where the robot Bender has a bad dream. <gasps> there were ones and zeros everywhere, and I think I saw a two. Calm down. Yes. There's no such thing as a two. two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it... This is another movie I'm going to go like three and a half, four hours on with the Disenfranchised Boys and, and Bex, but we'll get into that later because I have so many notes and theories. It's, cool. abs it's absurd. Cool. But did you have any other questions about nope. The Matrix Resurrections? Nope. but now that we talked about it, yes, uh, 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 I liked it. Okay. Uh, it simplified things for the uh, non-informed, uh, and <laughs> I feel like I could apply... <coughs> Uh, this to my life as well as your life or anyone's life. It, it it's a wonderful allegory for coming out at the very least. At at the very least. So I think that leads us into our next movie. So we've been watching the X Men franchise, and we've got one more that I really want to show you, you on there. Yes. Uh, Logan, which follows an older, kind of broken, more dramatic R rated Wolverine, but. The day after this movie, this this movie, the day after this episode comes out, April first, is your birthday. Yes. Yeah. So it's your birthday weekend that we're going to be watching this new movie on. Yes. So I wanted to suggest to you a movie, Dad, just for you on your birth for, for your birthday, not on your birthday. I work. Sorry, Dad. Do you want to just watch Blazing Saddles? <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, we're finally doing it. I've caved. I'm so excited. Yes. Yes. Well, you, you know, it's, it's, yep. All right. It's in there. It's Good. in there. D the stars have aligned. It's your birthday. It's April Fool's Day. You're turning 69. Nice. That's right. Um, <laughs> no, hey, no jokes from you people out there. <laughs> so let's watch Blazing Saddles. Yes. Because as... The Matrix Resurrections proved people that take the wrong messages from movies are common salt of the earth. Yeah. You know, morons. Yes. <laughs> just 
Just pawns in life. Just Mongo only pawn in game. Pawn in game, yes. There's so much of that movie we can't quote, but wow, yeah. Well, um, uh, in 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 the context of uh, its artistic value, we can allude to, or maybe make we will get to, into the language but, of the film without yeah, actually referring is, to in the language. Not of Not correct, and I I personally would not choose to use all the language. Well, uh, there are only two words in the world that that I don't like to say, and. Only one of them is in that movie, but... Well, we'll get into it next week for Blazing Saddles. Uh, other than that, I am H.D. Lickner on Twitter, uh, Muscle Nerd Studios on Instagram. Thank you to Dr. Sean Monaghan for our theme song. Thank you to Paul Taylor at WopsySquare.com for our artwork. Dad, take us away. Uh, okay, uh, fun movie we just saw, uh, and of course, look forward to Blazing Saddles. Yeah, I am coming up on a birthday. Some of you young, younger people may think, oh my God, what an old bastard. But yeah, I am an old bastard, but you'll be an old bastard or bitch. Either one, your choice. Actually, yeah, you choose. Okay? <laughs> don't, don't have me telling you. Or come okay. up with your own yeah, fun insults. Your, don't, don't subscribe uh, to the binary. Yeah, really. You know, like make up your own. Uh, Insult my dad. Yeah, make up your own. Um, so um, keep enjoying life. Uh, keep doing good things for everybody around you. And have a fabulous day. All right, so Dad, we just finished recording, but real quick, there is, in honor of Blazing Saddles, a fart joke in The Matrix Resurrections. I don't know if you caught it. I don't know. Okay, so during the White Rabbit... Apparently I didn't. Yeah. During the White Rabbit sequence while the movie is playing, at one point it cuts to to, uh, to Thomas Anderson sitting in a public bathroom looking at graffiti. Oh, yes. I haven't properly checked out the graffiti to see what it's a reference to, but... In the soundtrack mix, the tuba gets turned up <laughs> as you watch Neo Thomas Anderson sitting on the toilet. And it, it occurred to me that, like, what's the biggest argument these days against trans people? Oh, it's like, what bathroom are they going to use, yes. male or female? And there's a big push in a lot of places for gender-neutral bathrooms, which are what I try to go to, yes. personally, to avoid any awkwardness. But where is the gender binary most seen in bathrooms public yeah. bathrooms yeah. so making a fart joke in the matrix is also an allegory for the horrors of what binary mm. is mom did you have any thoughts you watched the first half of the movie nope nope okay well there's kathy for you there you go all right so yeah fart joke in honor of blazing saddles next week kids thank you thank you thank you